Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It was highly entertaining. Every time I watch it, I I bust out laughing because I remember (laughs) all these how it really went down so hey what's going on everybody it's ruben J here and you are watching and listening to the ruben J show and by what i mean by that is that it is available on youtube on rumble at dollarinthejar.com if you decide that you want to listen and watch this podcast so please head over head over to youtube and uh and get into it uh, i'm super excited I'm I'm excited for this week's episode. It's something that came together uh, fairly quickly, and it's something that I really think that a lot of people are going to enjoy. Before I jump into what this week's episode is going to bring you, the listeners, uh, I want to just briefly uh, say, again, thank you so much to anybody who's listened over the last couple of weeks. This has been one of the best run of shows that I've done in a long time. And it's all thanks to you, the listeners. And anybody who's heading over to dollarinthejar.com and signing up, thank you so much. Um, There are going to be some things happening over the next couple of months that I think are going to be great and you're going to love to be part of it. But the more important thing is head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and begin your Amazon holiday shopping uh, by supporting what I do, supporting the show and supporting, uh, well, your shopping habits as well. So uh, we get a small percentage of anything that you buy over at dollarinthejar.com. So please, please head over there and do it. Also, if you're listening to this right now, next week's guest is a man by the name of Eric Bischoff. Um, no, sorry, that's in two weeks. That's in two weeks. I apologize. Uh, in two weeks, a man named Eric Bischoff is going to be on. What? Well, let me let me double check. Give me a second because I don't want to be wrong on this. Uh, so let's go to November. And yeah, next week's guest is going to be Eric Bischoff. And Eric has a new book coming out called Grateful. And if you're watching and listening to this today, on Halloween, October 31st of 2022, uh, you have just a few hours left to do a pre-order on the book uh, that will come with some autographs and some cool stuff. So head over to bischoffbook.com and uh, and grab that book. Eric Bischoff will be here next week. But this week, oh, this week is going to be good. I have the one and only CJ Perry on the show. So go ahead and enjoy. It's Ruben J show. I'm really excited for this week's guest. Uh, she is a pro wrestling star. She's an actress model. Uh, I've heard rumors that she's in, in works of uh, directing. Uh, she's an, a crypto uh, crypto coin entrepreneur and a star on the surreal life as well. Uh, the former Lana CJ Perry, CJ, thank you so much for, for making time for me this morning. Um, I have one, one question right off the bat that I need to ask you. Um, just to get it out of the way. Do you want to talk wrestling now or at the end of the podcast? Um, I'm going to let you decide. Okay, let's just get it out of the way. Um, I have two two questions for you. 
wrestling related just because um i loved your work as as lana on wwe i thought you were one of the best characters on television during your run uh, I, f- I felt like when you finally started wrestling uh, for WWE, I, I, th- I felt they, they they pushed you really hard for a minute and then they kind of dropped the ball with you. Um, so the first question obviously is, will we ever see you back in a wrestling ring, whether that be Impact, AEW, where your husband works or WWE? What, 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 what say you about your, your future in wrestling? Well, I would hope to say you'll see me again in wrestling. I mean, the exciting thing about wrestling, no matter what company you work for, anything can happen. Any surprises can happen. And that's the beautiful thing about wrestling that I feel like you and I both love about it so much is the the fact that anything can happen. Anyone can show up. Any, you know, it's just... And I miss it so much. I do. I, there's nothing like wrestling. I, there's nothing like the adrenaline rush and the connection we have with the fans and to tell good stories that we resolve our conflict in the ring. So yes, of course I, I would love to do something again in wrestling. It's just about finding the right time and the right story, really, really the right story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so my other question for you is I, I, it just popped up in my feed earlier today, uh, with the scene that you did with Dwayne, the rock Johnson on raw, uh, a couple of years back, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, which one? The one with, um, when the flexible one or the, yeah, yeah no. the one where he's going off on all the things, um, mm-hmm. insinuating a lot of things, uh, that I don't want to get into detail here. But my question with that is, is, uh, you know, what was it like working with Dwayne Johnson? I mean, he's, you know, obviously the biggest wrestling star in the world and he hasn't really wrestled in almost 10 years. Um, and, and before that for five or six years prior to that, and now he's, he is the biggest movie star in the world. Uh, what was that like for you working with Dwayne Johnson? Oh gosh, it was so surreal. Um, I was able to work with him two times, which was really, really cool. The second time, which is the clip that you're referring to, where he um, basically said that I was flexible, super bendy, um, which then my husband talks about on AEW, his hot flexible wife. So subscribe to cjperry.com where I dive into all of this stuff more. But the first time was really insane uh, because we had no idea when he showed up at um, in Brooklyn and it was our first year. We were super villain Russian, you know, bad guys. And The Rock is one of the biggest baby faces, good guys. And ever at this point and um, in wrestling specifically and to have him come back to Brooklyn and that crowd is insane. Like the definition of an electrifying crowd is an understatement. Like you feel it on your body. So I was extremely grateful um, forever to have that experience because from that one experience in the ring, I learned so much, so, so, so much. And he was leading us, you know, him and John um, Cena, they're both big leaders in the ring where they will tell you pretty much what to say, when to say, you know, the pacing of it. Um, it was very interesting because I feel us younger generation, we, we kind of go a little fast. And so there's, there's definitely, you don't want to go too slow because you don't, it might seem like it's lagging, but there's also the something that you can go too fast that you step on your pop or step on the noise. So it can't reach the highest amount of sound. So yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Yeah, everything I've read about Vince McMahon when it comes to like his uh, direction to people is to is to give it, give it a moment, you know, yeah. take in the moment. So, um, and that scene, the reason why I bring that scene up is because the one with you and, and Dwayne backstage um, is it's the first time that I really recognized that 
you could be more than just a super serious actress, you know, because you were there, you were, you were flirty and you, you had that look on you. And then all of a sudden, you know, your husband shows up and you just go like stone cold right away, which leads us to some of the projects you're working on now. Um, you're, you're laughing at me. I'm laughing because I remember it so well. And it was so funny because I, I was just listening, you know, as an actor, you should just be listening. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're supposed to be this one character stone cold, but then it's evolving. And so he comes and he's so charismatic. And so when just reacting, just listening, reacting, you were seeing my genuine reaction to just listening. And then when Miro shows up, like, it just was funny. Like I was trying not to pop so hard in this crack up because the scenario of how Dwayne delivered it and then Miro just coming and it's really kind of an extension of himself as well and it was just it, it was highly entertaining every time I watch it I I bust out laughing because I remember <laughs> all these how it really went down so it's it's fun it was a lot of fun yeah and and I I know I think I saw it because I was on your on your Instagram I think it said you know subscribe cjperry.com to get the backstory so if you want more information on that head over to cjperry.com um so you have a lot of projects that you're working on and have worked on. And um, it, it's incredible to me that I didn't know that you were in, you know, the Pitch Perfect movies. And I love those movies and it never dawned on me. But I'm looking here and you have a sci-fi thriller, Wife Like. You worked with Bruce Willis. Uh, you got crypto coin currency, you know, obviously social media influence and then the surreal life, which um, by the time this this episode airs, uh, it will have been out on VHS or VHS, VH1. That, that's one in the same a little bit. But um, let's talk about the surreal life, because that is, I think, a hot property. It was it was a, one of the biggest shows uh, of the 2000s. I watched some of the episodes, but you are on a really interesting cast of characters here. You got Stormy Daniels, who is known as an adult porn star who ended up sleeping with with the president, allegedly. Uh, no, not allegedly. She admitted it. Um, you got Frankie Munez. Uh, you have Dennis Rodman uh, and a bunch of other people. But those are like those between you and those other three could be a show of its own. So tell me about this real life. How did you get involved in this project? And what was it like living with Stormy, Frankie and Dennis Rodman? <laughs> Well, it's so funny because um, I got a call about it pretty much like the day after I got released or the day before. I can't, it's a little blurry in my head right now, but I at first was a little hesitant, but then when I got released, I was like, oh, I guess this is like a sign that I 100% need to go after, like do it. Um, but I was shocked to be honest. I was one shocked that I, they were rebooting it because I was a fan of it um, when I, I loved it. Like, ironically, how I know Bridget Nilsson is from that show. A lot of people will be like, they know Bridget Nilsson from Rocky Four, but I know Bridget Nilsson from Surreal Life and Flava Flav, and I would run home to watch it. I thought they were so entertaining. I thought she was hilarious running around naked everywhere. And <laughs> so then when I researched her, I realized, oh, Rocky Four, And that's ironically where I pulled my inspiration of the Ravishing Russian Lana was from that character. So it's kind of like really like a cool full circle as well as, um, yeah, I mean, I was really nervous about doing it. They were like, hey, we really want you on the show. And we're starting to film in Mexico City in five weeks. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, 
especially from like what you're saying, doing so many different things, you know, auditioning so much for so many different things and getting no's for eight no's for every two yeses to get a call and pitch perfect and surreal life. I got a call out of nowhere. Like I didn't know I was in the mix. I didn't try out for it, audition for it. So I think when those type of things come to you, it's like, oh, we got to, we got to do this. You know, we got to do this, even if this seems really extreme. Um, then when I walked into the house, I own, they take our phone, by the way, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but they did take our phone and I knew Dennis Rodman and I knew Manny and MUA, who was a YouTube vlogger. No one else I knew. And I was feeling like really stupid or ignorant because I didn't have my phone, the Google people. And then I didn't want to offend anyone because it's like, you know, everyone's a celebrity. I, I didn't. So I was going through like my own anxiety and freaking out a little bit about it all. Um, I had no idea who Stormy Daniels was and Miro knew of course. And he was like blushing and freaking out when he met her. He's like, Oh my God, I, I have a pimple. I can't meet her. <laughs> <laughs> through like FaceTime, like um, the Zoom, when we, our Zoom section. But um, yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience because someone like a Stormy Daniels and an August Aslan who have these he certain headlines and um, a controversial and pol polarizing reputation. I got to know them not having any predetermined judgment over a like headline. I got to know them for who they are. And that was, that was cool. And I really hope that everyone gets to see that, you know, everyone gets to see this whole other side of these people and myself, but especially these people that are super polarizing. And, um, you know, I, I can't imagine going through the things both of them have gone through. So it was pretty wild to get to know them and then later go read about it on Google. It's like, whoa, that's wild. <laughs> and depending on what news sites you, you use as well, you're getting one one side or the other of, especially totally. Stormy, who's, I think, uh, you know, she had a really polarizing couple of years. Um, yeah. The other thing that I'm curious about is um, you worked with, with Bruce Willis. Um, and you know, recently the news came out that he, he retired, he's not going to be acting anymore. So was this one of his last films? Yeah, I would say like one of his last couple of films, which is, is crazy. I I'm extremely grateful. I was able to work with him and, um, a legend like him. I feel, I feel really blessed if it was in wrestling, um, with certain people that I was able to work with. And since then they've passed on or, um, Bruce Willis, who's retired. And it's like, I'm just, I mean, I'm very grateful to be able to have these experiences with iconic people such as themselves. Yes, yeah, so the, the Bruce uh, Willis film is, is called Cosmic Sin, which just sounds absolutely amazing. And I'm going to go and, and find, uh, you know, more information on this. But, you know, my thought was, was I just, I thought to myself, you know, you, you find yourself in a position to work with Dwayne Johnson, who isn't active anymore. Uh, you found just, you find yourself in a position to work with Dennis Rodman and Stormy Daniels and, you know, some of these big names and Bruce Willis, who, again, the greatest action star of our time. What did you learn from Bruce? Cause that, I mean, that's a really, you know, if I had the opportunity to sit down with Elvis Duran or Ryan Seacrest or, you know, Dick Clark back in the day, I, I would do that in a heartbeat to learn how to do this, this particular task that I'm doing right now much better. Um, you know, you're breaking into the action film world. Um, did you get a chance to really get some mentoring from Bruce Willis? And if so, what did you learn? Yeah, you know, with Bruce, it was really interesting because um, he was 
a little bit known for if, if he's in a good mood, everyone's going to have a great time. If he's not, then God help us. So <laughs> luckily I got him on a good mood and um, he was very nice and very pleasant to work with. Um, but you know, what was really surprising to me watching him act was how soft-spoken he was. Like, it was shocking because as an actor, you feel like, I mean, I'm talking really loud right now and projecting, but he was so, it was, it was so quiet. Like if you weren't really close to him and he didn't have his mic on, they might have a hard time even picking up the sound. And immediately when you see, I saw him perform and act, you're like, oh my God, this is the reason why you're one of the biggest movie stars in the world. It, it's, there's an element of like charisma and it's a different type of charisma as Dwayne or John Cena. because all these people are very, very charismatic. And that's the reason why we're drawn to them. But it was so, there's something so endearing about him and so likable. And I don't know if that is learned or cultivate. I'm pretty sure you can cultivate that for sure. But I also feel like it kind of already is naturally there. And then they cultivate it a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, getting the chance to work with with legends just in general is, is a, uh... I don't know. I just, for me, I, that when I, when I read that you were, you were starting opposite, I'm like, wow, that must've been really cool. Um, just because well, again, for him to retire shortly thereafter. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. I'm so thankful for it. Uh, I think also the one thing I would also say that was very uncommon is both of all of these people take their time, you know, Bruce takes his time and yeah, they've earned, they've earned it. You know, they're the stars, so they don't, they can take their time if it's John Cena or The Rock or, you know, Bruce, but it was, it's interesting, like how they just, they take their time. That's their time, you know, and no one's going to rush them. And um, it was very fascinating to watch. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm a little jealous that you were able to work with them just because I, you know, just to be in like the same room with someone like Bruce Will or Dwayne Johnson or any of the, or any of these people, really, it's, it's would be incredible. Um, let's talk about your, your, directing aspirations because I, I don't know if you've finished the project if it's out yet I know it's behind the paywall when it does come out but you talked about it on my friend uh Brett Allen's show that you plan on directing your own action film so tell me a little bit about that why do you want to get into directing other than you know to to you know obviously learn something new and do something new and continue to add to this incredible list of work that you've done but what what tell me a little more about this project we are in still pre-production. I There is so much that goes into pre-production and I feel like the best thing of crossing over into wanting to producing and also just learning more about everything on the production side. I, my brother actually started from my brother. He kept on really encouraging me to direct because originally I was looking for a director for this and I was just going to produce it. And my brother was like, I really think you should direct it. You have a vision. You're so particular about paying attention to small little details. And so finally I was just so kept on being so unhappy with like some of the people that were, we were interviewing, not unhappy, but it wasn't the right fit. And I was like, no, I think, I, I think I can do this. And at least if I don't do it, at least I'm, if I don't like it or I don't do well at it. At least I'll learn from it and know. And I think there's sometimes you just got to throw yourself out there. Like if I didn't throw myself out there in WWE, I like, if I wouldn't have been willing to take that journey, who's to say if we would be having this conversation right now. And um, yeah, sometimes you fall flat on your face, but some often, at least for me, the best lessons are learned often from my failures or my mistakes. And um, yeah, I, 
I have really starting to get into action when I started to really focus on doing more action and um, action acting work. I pay so much attention to how it's shot, so much attention to how it's edited because you're like, oh, that's really good, but why is it not coming across on screen? Or why are these people not so good if we just watch them, but they look so amazing in this edit? And it's all has to do with how it's shot, angles, editing, so much goes into it. And I almost feel that not being the most um, athletic or not being the most overly talented person in the room um, has made me pay attention more to such small details of how can I achieve being putting out something that's great in a way, even if I'm not the most athletic person, or even if I'm not the best actor, you know, how can I, or the prettiest girl, you know, there's always someone better, you know, but it's, you start paying attention to all these different um, details. Okay. The music, the sound, the lighting, all of that is what, why we like something or we don't like something. It's not just someone's acting. It's not just someone's physicality. Um, so that I'm, that this is where I'm very, very thankful for my journey. And I've, um, it's all the little pieces. So I'll let you know after I do my short, if I want to continue directing or not, uh, <laughs> but I'm really excited. I'm, I'm having so much fun and I'm having so much fun learning how to make a movie, even if it's a short. I, I will say this. What I took away from that sentence is that you're going to come back on my podcast uh, in the near future. That's what I'm, that's what I'm taking away from this. Yes. Um, we got a couple of minutes left. I do want to quickly talk about the crypto coin uh, entrepreneurship of what you're doing, because, um, you know, everywhere you look, you're seeing all these different headlines of, you know, crypto's over or crypto, you know, buy crypto now because the boom's coming again and all these other things. Um, obviously you can't, I don't want to put you in a position to give advice on crypto. Um, but where do you see crypto going and how do you feel like you're the, you know, how do you feel like you can contribute to the crypto, uh, uh, with ecosystem? Mm. Oh God, I, I love crypto. Like I, I, it, and the culture of it also reminds me of wrestling a little bit because I follow quite a few uh, crypto YouTubers and I always encourage people, I'll give a shout out the cryptos are us and um, crypto banter. Those are great people. If you don't, if you're watching and listening to this and have no idea like anything about crypto, they give you a good one-on-one, listen to them for a month and you will at least be able to engage in a conversation and understand it. Um, but it's funny because people it's on Twitter, they're, they're nuts. You know, it's like, God forbid you go, Hey, go like, go invest, you know, then they're going to be snatching you bald, like the, the Ethereum, um, hardcores versus the Cardano hardcores. And it's so funny to me because it reminds me of wrestling, our fan base, you know, and it reminds me of wrestling Twitter. So there's a little bit of that, that I love, like a little bit of the drama of it all. Um, but I just believe in diversifying. And at the end of the day, like you said, I'm not going to give someone um, advice. They, I just would say, educate yourself mm -hmm. so you can make an educated decision. And it is good to invest a little bit in different things. You know, like some people have more money than others, but $50, $100, you know, and diversify, put some in stock, put some in crypto, you know, that the diversifying me, diversifying my portfolio, if from stocks, the crypto, the real estate, to investing into myself, to investing into my husband, like all of that, that to me is diversifying because everything goes like this, you know, everything's like this. So usually, hopefully when one dips, there's one still like steady, you know, and yeah, crypto's down. So if you can, I mean, I believe in buying, getting into dips because 
at, I mean, inflation right now, but I understand it's tricky for everyone. Um, but I encourage people, educate yourself, diversify. And, um, you know, if you can get a third and fourth job so you can invest in different things, that's what I did. I mean, that's partly why I started cjperry.com because I was like the dips, the dips, you know, the dips, um, you know, and I think that stuff is really important. And, um, yeah, I hear that a lot from other people I listen to on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Well, you're not going to give people advice on what to do with their crypto, but I'm going to give people advice uh, to follow you on Instagram at Perry on Twitter at Perry and cjperry.com to get exclusive content. The short that's coming out, hopefully in the near future, it's pre-production right now. Uh, CJ, thank you so much for doing this. Um, the Surreal Life on VH1 Mondays at 9 p.m. Uh, just go to vh1.com to find out more information on that as well. And that was my chat with CJ Perry. She's wonderful. She was lovely. I loved having that conversation with her, and I look forward to having many, many more with her over the course of the next however long she and I happen to stay in contact. So uh, again, do me a favor, like this video, share this video, like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and follow me on all social media platforms at the Ruben J. There's some great content coming out on all the social media platforms, stuff that I've done accidentally that has done fairly well, uh, and stuff that I'm doing purposely that is not doing as well. So uh, follow me on social media at the Ruben J, the Ruben J Show, uh, at the Ruben J Show on Instagram as well. With that, have a safe. Halloween. I will see you guys next week with Eric Bischoff. The wonderful Eric Bischoff will be here next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.